Welcome into Windy City Slam. My name is Chris. That is Mike. And for the next 30 minutes, we're giving you wrestling Chicago style. We've got a great guest today. Marche Rocket going to be joining us in just a little bit. But I'm going to bring in Mike right away and get this thing started. My friend, how are you doing on this fine day? I'm doing good. Um, I am uh, just trying to ride out this snowstorm and uh, stay warm. I'm so sick and tired of blowing snow, but... At least I'm so glad to be on here talking professional wrestling with you today. Well, I'm going to tell you something right now. First off, the uh, the snowblower is down because I let him have a sleepover with his friend last night, so he's not here yet. Uh, but when my son does make it home, he will get his shovel, and uh, we will be dug out. But until then, I'm just kind of hunkering down here. Because, I, I, you know, at this point, I got two kids I got, I got the, that are old enough that they can do this on their own. And Dad's not going out there and hurting his back. It's just not happening anymore. All right, I'll just let that fill up until he gets home. It's his fault for deciding he wanted to hang out with his buddy because he had a day off for school today because of President's Day, and uh, yep. we'll get this thing all all cleaned up over here soon at the Lanuti House. So before we get to our guest today, I want to jump right into what is going on in and around Chicagoland in the world of wrestling. Take it away, Mike. Yeah, I'm going to start nationally first before we hit local. Ooh. NXT TakeOver Vengeance Day was last night. Another great show by NXT. In the main event, great match. Finn Balor retains the NXT Championship. But in my personal opinion, best match of the night, the final of the Men's Dusty Rhodes Tag Team Classic, where MSK, the Musty Kids, Wes Lee, and Nash Carter, that's their new names. They used to be two of the members of the Rascals, who people saw both in AAW and Impact Wrestling, as well as Warrior Wrestling in the Chicago area, they defeated the grizzled young veteran Zach Gibson and James Drake in an absolutely incredible match. James Drake dove through the ropes like on a suicide dive to deliver the clothesline. That was the one maneuver that got me out of my seat last night out of anything in any match last night. Jumped off the couch, huh? You just got super excited, jumped off the couch, scared the whole house. Right, exactly. Good for you. Good for you. You were into it. Also, uh, on that show, Io Shirai retained the NXT Women's title over Tony Storm and Mercedes Martinez. And one other big story of note coming out of that show, end of the night, following the Finn Balor-Pete Dunn match, Balor gets attacked by Pete Dunn, he gets attacked by Danny Burke and Oni Lorgan, and then the Undisputed Era come out to make the save. But after they clear the ring, Adam Cole proceeds to superkick Balor, and then he super kicks his own partner, Kyle O'Reilly, in a stunning development. Could this be signaling the end of an era for Undisputed Era? Interesting. This coming weekend, Zawa Live is in Oregon, Illinois, this Saturday night, February the 20th. Rough Crossing is advertised. Also, we have Golly Lucha Libre. Uh, that'll be on LuchaTV.com. And that show's going to feature Black Taurus, who has actually worked for them quite a bit. But here's something special about Black Taurus on this occasion. He's fresh off an appearance in Impact Wrestling. And also Premier Pro Wrestling Saturday night will have their weekly TV taping in Woodstock with limited attendance. Jake St. Patrick, who we mentioned a couple weeks ago, he was back on AEW Dark last week. And man, Brian Cage just uh, took it to him. It was about a 90-minute squash. 
I feel kind of bad for Jake, but at least he's getting the exposure. Cora Jade, uh, formerly known as Elena Black, made her NXT singles debut on NXT TV this past week. Unfortunately, she lost to Zia Lee in what was kind of a squash as well. And Impact Wrestling, Juice Robinson, who's actually a local guy from Southwest Suburban Gardner, which is probably like 15, 20 miles southwest of Joliet, and David Finley, who's the son of Fit Finley, they have been advertised for Impact Wrestling this week, so that's kind of a big deal. These are guys from New Japan Pro Wrestling, and they're going to be stepping into Impact, so perhaps we'll see them and the Good Brothers, and we had a little bit of foreshadowing from them on our show back late last year when they were guests. Very cool. And our guest that's going to be joining us here in moments, and he can jump on the phone line now whenever he wants to, hit that call-in button all day, Marche Rocket, has also uh, spent some time in Impact. So we we might touch on that as we're talking to him. So Marche, go ahead and hit that button, and we are back with him in like 10 seconds right here on Windy City Slam. Honestly, Mike, that's the fastest anybody's been able to hit the button and jump on. I mean, it took took Trevor Outlaw like about 10 minutes to figure it out, but he's not very bright. Uh, joining us on the phone line right now, all day, Marche Rocket. Hello, sir. Marche, are you there? I see him. He's connected, Mike. Can you can you guys hear me now? I got gotcha. you. I got gotcha. you. How better. are you? I'm good. I'm good. This technology, man, I swear to God. I miss back in the day when you just picked up a phone or, you know, walked down the street and talked with somebody. <sighs> it's all gone now. Forget it. Okay? Right? Yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> Pretty soon you'll be wrestling virtually. You'll just be you won't even actually have yeah. contact with the person that you're in the ring with. That's, how, that's where we're at right now. Exactly. <laughs> that's exactly. Yes. Everything. Everything's going to be Zoom or on on Google, right? You know, everybody's just going to be watching, and then just be like, "Oh, what are you doing today? Oh, I'm re- I'm wrestling virtually. Right. Yes, my opponent tonight is virtually going to lose. Right? It'll be it'll be like that, that movie with Hugh Jackman in it, where they were fighting with robots instead of fighting each other. That's exactly yes. what it'll be. Right? <laughs> yes, yes. Uh, Which right, I would Mark. be all for because that means less injuries. Right, and your yeah. career would yeah, last probably. even longer. Right. Yes. Of course, if, unless one of your kids does a run in, on, and then that, that'll be kind of trouble for you, I would assume. Oh, my goodness, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, so, then maybe my wife will let them join the business then because then it's like, you know, it's all virtual. So, so is the wife, is that the thing? Like, how old are your kids? I'm, I'm curious. So, how, how old are they at it right now? Uh, so my oldest son, he's four, and my our youngest son is uh, he's only eight months. If oh, you can man. believe it, you're, you're right at the beginning, man. You're right at the beginning. My youngest is five oh. right now, and I'm clutching today. Like every time he crawls up and lays on me, I'm like, oh, this will all be over soon because I got a 15 and a 13, <laughs> and they don't do that anymore. So enjoy it while you can. Yeah. But it's, it sounds like it, your wife's already told you they're not doing this. Is that actually been a conversation? That well, because of course, uh, when my oldest son first started seeing me wrestle, um, he fell in love with it, like we all do. Uh, so he went to climb in there, of course, he wanted to roll around the ring with daddy, and uh, of course, he's like trying to pin me, and we're just having a great time. But you know, as he's getting older now, the conversation is, I want to be just like daddy, and so that entails like obviously going into the wrestling business. 
So, <laughs> <laughs> so the the wife, uh, she is sitting up there saying, "Oh no, 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 no! <laughs> he is going to play. He is going to do like soccer, or he's going to do like some other sport that is like less wear and tear on the body." Not my baby. I'll let I'll let my man <laughs> get in there and get beat up, but not my baby. My baby is not getting right. beat up inside of there. And that's well, what she said. She's like. Dangerous. <laughs> yeah, well, I, that's what I said too. I was just like, well, soccer's not such a friendly sport too, because she played when she was uh, growing up. I said, you walked away with some injuries too. She says, yeah, but I see what you guys do in the wrestling ring, and yeah, no. <laughs> so I couldn't really sell her on that. But the, I, I, I have a feeling that the the itch is still there for him. So we'll see. You've wrestled for just about every promotion in the Chicago area and Southeast Wisconsin over the last 15 years or so. My first time experiencing a Marche Rocket match in person was for a pro wrestling blitz at the WrestleFest 5 show, August 2014 in Joliet. And it was you and Grin opening that show for the pro wrestling blitz, No Limits Championship. And it was a ladder match. That was an amazing yeah. match. Great night of action. So many legends in attendance. And you guys were picked to kick off that show. And that absolutely fired up the crowd. What were your memories of that night? Oh, man, that is, you know, it's funny you bring that up because not too long ago, uh, I was actually uh, uh, speaking to Grin. And, you know, we keep coming every every so often, you know, because when we're like missing wrestling, because obviously due to the pandemic, and uh, all the craziness that's happened, you you tend to fall back on those memories. And so we often uh, reminisce about that time and just the, the feeling of that, that we both had after accomplishing what was a thrilling and most one of the most exciting ladder matches of of our career up to that point. Uh I still we still remember like what the fans were were saying long after and like we'll still get uh i don't know so much about him but i'll still get uh, a couple fans every now and then uh who say man i remember you guys just tearing it up and just diving off the ladders and just tossing each other and you know giving that m80 uh you know that ace crusher off the ladder 15 the ladder, foot high yeah. Yeah. So like that, that to me is like something special because it, it's, it's like everlasting. So, you know, it, it, it was really, really cool, especially in front of that sold out crowd. Like that was, it's just amazing. And he just says the laundry list of companies that you've worked for. Some of them aren't even in existence anymore. And some of them are just kind of young fledgling companies. Windy City Pro Wrestling, Dreamwave, IWA Mid-South, Freelance Underground, Freelance Wrestling, Chicago Style Wrestling, Zello Pro, Chicago Land Championship Wrestling, Resistance Pro, Bourbon Championship Wrestling, Northern Lights Wrestling, Rocket Pro Wrestling, Lucha Libre Total, SSW, GLCW, etc., etc., and so on and so on. And you built yourself an, uh, up very nicely over the years, and you got to end up getting a contract for Impact Wrestling a few years ago. And you worked there for like yeah. what, about a year or so? Yeah, but about uh, it was like like a year, closer to like two years. Yeah, what was that like getting some national exposure with a company like Impact? Uh, it was. <laughs> I always equated to validation, um, because when uh, obviously on the indies, you're 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 hustling, you're trying to get to that main stage, and uh, for a long, long time, you know, it always seemed like I was on the cusp of grabbing that 
brass ring, but for whatever reason, uh, it just never panned out. The, the funny thing was is that I was actually coming off of a WWE tryout at the time, and um, uh, I got a thumbs up you know, from, from a lot of the people who were like, hey, man, you're going to be a shoo-in for sure. Like, I can't wait till they sign you, and I, we just got to wait for the deets. And I'm just like, okay, this is going to be awesome. And But unfortunately, again, as fate would uh, rear its ugly head, for whatever reason, uh, it didn't end up panning out. So it was kind of like, you know, it was a real downer. It was just like, oh, my God, like, what else, what more can I do to try to impress and show these you know, these uh, upper tiers, like what I can bring to the table. And then that's when I, uh, I got the call uh, to come on down and to, you know, show what I got to impact wrestling. And I was just like, okay, you know, we'll give it a shot. What more can I lose? Right. Um, Back in my head, keep in mind, like I'm still reeling for like, you know, being told no for like the WWE tryout. So I'm not expecting to, too much so i just figured like i just go in there leave it all on the line get in there uh have a great match with uh uh braxton stutter at the time and then uh you know deliver my promo do what i gotta do and then right there on the spot no hesitation i'm invited to the back uh and i am offered the contract right there they say hey we don't need to see any more we want to sign you here today where do you go um, so for me, that was the validation that, that I was looking for. Like, okay, they, somebody sees something in me, what I can bring to the table. And then ever since then, it was like, you know, that day forward, it was like a huge, uh, huge ride, huge, uh, you know, wonderful time. I got to meet like wonderful people, uh, build relationships, friendships with them. It was, it was like something truly, truly wonderful. Uh, and, you know, hopefully one of these days I get to go back. <laughs> Why do you think that it happened that way? I mean, like, you, you know, you tell this story and this is not something that's uncommon for, for what we've heard from uh, different wrestlers that have come on the show. The idea of going in and getting that, doing that WWE tryout. But you're the first one that's actually sat there and said, yeah, people told me, like, you know, this is this is probably happening. And they seem to have this. It's almost as if, like, you could have, like, four experts, like, sit there and they've evaluated you. And it takes like one voice in the room. Do you ever get like an explanation as to why, or is it just kind of like one of those things like the phone never rings when you're dealing with them? Because it seems like everybody else is a lot more forward when they're talking to you. Like every other thing, like impact, they talk to you right away, or at least you get feedback if it doesn't work out. But there's like a shroud over them, and I'm trying. I'm kind of curious as to whether or not anybody ever explained to you what happened there. It, you know, it took some, it actually took some digging because what they do is, is they have so many applicants coming in. So I get why they wouldn't come out there and tell you specifically why they didn't select you. I mean, you, you got about a million people trying to fit through this one corridor and there's just like, you know, we can't take you, you can't take you, we can't take you. And to sit there and try to explain it even for five minutes you know, it, it's not uh, it's not probable. But this time around, I specifically I wanted to know, like, what was the deal? Like, was it was it something I did? Was it something I didn't do? Uh, you know, because I can I can handle like uh, a little bit of rejection. But is this I just need to know why so that I can go and I can be better. 
you know, and, and sometimes it's just like that, that person just is like, no, no, they're not just going to tell you at all. So it just depends on who it is at the time. And it depends on the person like me in this instance, uh, how much digging you want to do. So it was just, uh, the answer I got was just at the point was, you know, go ahead and build yourself up to be a star, you know, so that we don't have to. Basically, what they wanted me to do was become an even more indie darling, uh, Uh, you know, because other guys at that time were going to New Japan and they were going to these other promotions and they had built themselves up, you know, to such a name that, of course, WWE sees them and like, well, we don't have to do much with this guy. You know, all we have to do, he's got the name. We just have to make him a part of our brand. And all of his following come right away. Whereas I was still building myself, uh, you know, a big fish in a small pond. So they were just like, well, go and build yourself just a little bit more so that, you know, it's less work for us. And, you know, kind of kind of around that that route. You know, outside looking in, I think of that as like that's almost like a compliment because WWE likes to take a talent. And then tell them all the things they're doing wrong. And then Vince comes up with some stupid mm-hmm. name for you. And then uh, they, they change your mm-hmm. entire character. So there must have been something about you that they liked a lot and they didn't want to change. But since they weren't going to change it, it was like make it impossible for us to not take you. Because they, 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 right. they would rather leave you to your own devices than knock you down and have to rebuild you. So there's a little bit of a compliment in there, even though at the time it probably sucks to hear it. Right, right. And that's what that's what I can and now looking back on it. That's why I keep coming back to it's just like, you know, it wasn't like it wasn't I've seen some harsh nose. Believe you me. I've heard I was like, oh, my God, they said that to you, you know, or like, wow, that was kind of like, you know, sexy of them. But um, no, I've always been uh, because a lot of the of course, the, I've gotten to work with a lot of the, you know, stars that got signed. And so they usually tell me, they're just like, hey, you're kind of seen, you know, in high regard back here. It's just for whatever reason, it's just one of those things. It's a timing thing, you know. So and at that point, I guess the timing just wasn't uh, just wasn't at that moment. So, I mean, uh, the good thing about it is that, like, you know, I'm only I'm still in my prime, like uh, hopefully when this pandemic ends, like, you know, we can get back to, to wrestling how it how it was, and I can go right back out there and 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 show them. Yeah, unfortunately, Impact didn't work out for you long term. But uh, is there any desire or possibility that you may still find your way into a bigger national company? Oh yeah, like uh, I mean, the door the, when I left Impact, it wasn't like it was like oh I'm never coming back here. No, that was that was some that was like almost a mutual. Uh, splitting because at the time, like I, I never, I'm one of the, I'm the type of person I never want to stay in a place that I, that I'm not moving up or moving further in. And at the time there wasn't really anything for me. Uh, And so I came up with the, I, I went up to them and we discussed about it and we're just like, Hey, listen, Right now, it, it, you know, it was good when I came in, but right now it seems like there's nothing for me. So why don't why don't we do this? If we can leave like uh, 
if we can leave the door open, you know, maybe I can come like I can come back and, you know, if you have something for me or, you know, one of those things, because I never want to stay and just be a body there. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. that was one thing I I, I just did want to be a part of and they agreed. And so the door is always open. It's just like it's just the whole timing thing. So, so right now, and with everything they have going with like New Japan and like you know AEW and their like whole thing, so it's just like you know, okay, uh, you know, any any and basically anything can like happen because mm-hmm. uh, I know they have all those working relationships, and um, you know, I've been I've been uh, talking to a few people and seeing how it was, but the pandemic, of course, puts a lot of strain on stuff, so. So in, in addition to wrestling for the last 15 years or so, you've also been doing some work as a model. Now, uh, how did that phenomenon Ooh. develop for you? Ooh, what kind of modeling are we doing? <laughs> I mean, it was just like, are we, a hand, uh, are we a hand model? Are we an underwear model? Like, what kind of model are we? <laughs> uh, well, right now we're just, we're just fashion model. Like, we're not doing, trust me, there's been, a, there's been quite a few times where they're just like, so do you do nude? And I'm like, whoa. Are you, are you standing nah, nah, on the nah. page? Are you standing on the pages of like one of these Adam and Eve things where you just have like the fuzzy undies on? Like, what are you doing these days, Marche? No, 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 no. I, I sat up there. I was like, let's start, let's, let's start a little bit slow. Let's, let's build up to something like this, you know? Uh, I, I've just been wanting to sit up there and, um, I've been doing like a couple shoots where it's just like casual wear and like, you know, uh, but like I said, some of the, some of the photographers that I, I get, they're super nice, but they're just like, Hey, just so that you know, we also do this. And it's just like, yeah, that's, that's not for me right now. <laughs> that's, that's not for me right now, dude. I can't have a professional wrestling career. And then, you know, I go off and somebody says, Hey, you know what? We saw a little bit more of you than we'd like. <laughs> hey, you know, Steve, what, what was it? Steve Stone, uh, the, the baseball pitcher and now announcer for the White Sox. He posed for Playgirl at one point. I mean, you know, you might be able to pull it off. You, yeah. I'm sure you get a little sexy in the modeling career and still be okay. The wife would I, like it. Yeah. I bet you the wife would like it, man. It spices some stuff up right there. The the wife only likes it if if she's only able to access it. She doesn't, she doesn't, oh my goodness, she doesn't want to sit up there and, and see me right. and, you know, nude and then have everybody else sit up there can see me nude. She was like, no, no, no. You need to keep this image wholesome. <laughs> You're not giving this away for free. Right, you know? right, right. Well, it wouldn't be for free, though. People would be paying for it. Yeah. You know, talk it over with her. I, 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 I wish she said. Then, then, but then you know what you know what you, you know what you run into. Then you run into Daddy. One day I want to be just like you, and he's pointing at that picture because he finds it. So maybe, maybe not. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. No. Yeah. <laughs> So you got to work with Luchasaurus about a year ago for uh, Chicago-style wrestling, and you've worked with a yes. lot of other big-time names over the years. What's it like to work with Luchasaurus? What was that experience like? And then what are some of the other names you've worked with in the past as well that are like kind of big-time now? Wow, that's a loaded question. <laughs> well, <laughs> some of the names uh, for big-time, I mean, you figure Cesaro, like when we were back in like Chikara, the Chikara days, Wow. Uh, Soul Touches versus BDK, uh, John Moxley, Ricochet, uh, Mustafa Ali, um, uh, Samurai Del Sol, Kalisto. Uh, yes, God, it's like uh, Johnny Gargano, uh, the Adam Cole. Like 
basically a who's who of like who's like in the E right now. Like it's, mm-hmm. I mean, it an impact. Uh, Rick Swan, like it's it's across the board. Like, uh, God, the the list I could literally go all day with. <laughs> yeah, with, all uh, day. There you go. Got enough. Yeah, I, I I could literally go all day with it. But uh, uh, circling back to uh, work, getting the work with uh, Luchasaurus. Ah, oh, man, that was that was so much fun. Um, like generally speaking, especially these days, it's, it's very rare that I get to step inside the ring with somebody as big or as even tall as I am. Like usually I'm the big guy, you know, and that day I was just like, just, I was able to actually look inside another man's eyes that was just as tall as me. And I was just like, wow <laughs> so this is what that feels like huh <laughs> so were you, you surprised know, by his uh, agility and the things that he could do in the ring <laughs> uh you know not not too much because i kind of saw what he could do when he oh, his little stint in wwe uh when he you know when he was doing his thing there so i kind of had an idea of how agile and, and you know athletic he was but uh, now with him being as uh, Luchasaurus, I mean, like the the character he's built up with that just made it so much more exciting. I mean, that crowd literally erupted uh, the second that we started like hitting each other hard. And by God, the the chops the chops from that man just like <laughs> yeah, he's already like, uh, oh oh my God. But you know, I, I I took it as a compliment when he you know he came we came to the back and he says. Man, I've never been hit so hard with those types of chops that you were throwing at me tonight. So I, I kind of got giddy on the inside. It's like, yes! <laughs> lasting <laughs> lasting cool. impression on the dinosaur. <laughs> yeah. yeah, we have so much we could have talked about even more. We're, we're going to have to bring you on again at some other point, Marche. We really appreciate the time. But real quick, before we let you go, promote your social media and where fans can find you, as well as any upcoming shows you might have planned in the up, in the next few months. Uh, so fans can go and search, uh, find me on social media at uh, my Instagram at Marche Rocket underscore or at Marche underscore Rocket. Uh, also, I'm on Twitter at Marche Rocket. Uh, hit me up on Facebook. Um, I don't have a TikTok. Uh, people keep trying to get me to make a TikTok. I I, I go back and forth on it. I just don't, don't do it. Don't do it, Marche. I'm not doing it. Don't you do it. Anything my anything my anything my 15 year old daughter's into. It's weird if I'm into it too. Don't do it. I believe the Undertaker has a TikTok. Yeah. yeah, but the Undertaker doesn't do his video like other people do the videos for him. And he just implements his face. That's different. To me, oh, that's okay. different. <laughs> I'm talking about I'm talking about the TikTok where you stand in front of a, a, the the camera and you do like the dancing and stuff. Yeah. I'm just like ah, if I'm not in the club, <laughs> if I'm not if I'm not dancing dancing, it's very very hard to yeah yeah no. But the fans can hit me up over there. Um, right now, um, uh, it looks like. Things might be getting started back up for me in March. Uh, hopefully, Chicago Style Wrestling uh, is back. And I know I've got uh, a few uh, Wisconsin shows that might be uh, starting back up again. So uh, I'm going to say, like, wrestling for me-wise is going to kick back up in either in March and April. And uh, I'll post all of that on my social media, and they can just follow me there. 
Great. Thank you so much, Marche. Thanks for taking the time out. I really hope we can have you on again as a guest. Uh, there's a lot on the cutting room floor that I can probably ask you when you come back on. So uh, thank you so much for being on today. No problem. Thank you guys for having me. All right. All day, Marche Rocket. Thank you. Yeah, excellent job. Very good for him. I like him. We got to have him back again. That was good stuff. All right. So, Mike, who do we have next week? Yeah, this is one I've been hoping to get for a few months now. Very, very excited about this. First time on the Winnie Seas Lane podcast. We are very excited to welcome one of the top women's wrestlers in the Chicago scene. In fact, she was ranked number 50 in this past year's PWI Women's 100 two-turn party unicorn, Lainey Luck. Ooh, look at that. Windy City Slam bringing it. Good for you, Mike. I'm, I'm proud yeah. of you. Look at you. You're so you're doing such a good job. All right, so Windy City Slam, remember, is on demand. It, it's everywhere. It, it, you can tell Alexa, hey, Alexa, play Windy City Slam. It's on iHeartRadio, Spotify, Google Podcast, Apple Podcast, Stitcher Radio inside of GM Vehicles, wherever you're listening to it. Right now, hit the subscribe button, and we will see you next week. It is out each and every week, 30 minutes of wrestling, Chicago-style, Windy City Slam, found everywhere podcasts can be found, and always at WindyCitySlam.com. Bye-bye, everybody. You're screaming because my name.